Welcome to Drop Boy! <laughs> Welcome back to Draft Boys, the OFBL Draft Podcast. As always, joined by Miles, Hito, and myself, Wadi. Lads, how we doing? So good. So good, mate. What did you think of that one? Yeah. It was it was fire. It was fire. I loved it. I felt that one. It's just I know it's the same, but it gets better and better each week, eh? Yeah, I know. I like it. Look, I like that I get some way of, you know, coming up with something each week. Just surprising <laughs> us on the fly. Yeah. You know, I get natural reactions from you. It's great. It's great. That's it. Boys, how are we doing? I've missed you. Yeah. I know. Boys. I know. We're back again, though. We're back again. Even though we've got an international break coming up, we're, we're flying out with the, the pods. We're, we're persistent, you know. We, don't, we never give up. Never give up. Never give up. That's our motto here. Never give up. Oh, like Nick Astley. Yeah, 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 pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. Tell me about you, uh, how your game weeks went. Actually, let's start with the person with the lowest score. Um, Hito, why don't you run us through why you have such a low score this week? Yeah, well, my lowest score was on purpose this week, uh, which is nice for a change. Are you sure? Are you I sure? Think, yeah, I figured out a new, <laughs> talent, a new talent that I can uh, pick players that aren't going to do well instead of picking players that will do well. So, Well, maybe you should teach that to Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But, yeah, so this week I was in contention for last place to put myself at first wire wire pick um, to pick up Ronaldo when he comes in. So, dum, dum, I, dum. CR7. Ronnie, CR7. The it's uh, <laughs> oh my god such uh, a good intro so <laughs> thankfully i was successful with my strategies and i have dropped to last place and first on the waiver wire you everything you just said then sounded just wrong like i know just like oh thankfully i failed and i'm in last place Mate, it was weird when I was looking through some transfers and I was trying to look at players that wouldn't get any points but still play so my subs wouldn't come on. It was a very weird switch for this week to look at it that way. So, Miles, how do you feel about tanking? Oh, I think it's great. Um, I think it's part of uh, the draft strategy, um, especially when you're playing waiver wire. And, um, you know, we looked at... uh, Things like the first game week, I know that we did our draft at the last minute and Lukaku had already been added to the system, but a lot of people wouldn't have actually had the opportunity to draft Lukaku. So I know personally there was a lot of um, other leagues that everyone was just tanking, leaving their best players on the bench to get Lukaku. So it's a part of it. And I know we don't see it often, but I love it. I think it's exciting. It is good. I mean, it definitely adds an extra dimension. Um, it do- that dimension doesn't last very long. But, um, but yeah, and it's actually rare that there's players that actually come in and affect fantasy this late on. Like, I just can't even remember the last time there was, like, such a huge uh, signing kind of after deadline day. Can you guys think of anyone? Who was the last one? Yeah, the last. Um, we, had Bale, we had Bale last year, but it, it was a very questionable... Yeah, how no, that doesn't count. <laughs> I can't. It's yeah. been a while because the year before that, or was it the year before before that the window closed early? 
Yeah, it was a year before COVID that the it closed, like at the start of the season. Yeah, and then there was some uproar, and then COVID, you know, fucked everything like it does. Pushed it back again. Yeah. So but yeah, I want to actually just get back to just briefly um, talking about Tom's tanking because he's actually made some big calls in would you, dropping. Would, would you call him Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, like, motherfucker! <laughs> because, you know, he's actually he's dropped some fairly decent fantasy assets in the process. So he's dropped Wood, Laporte, and Raya, who I think's a pretty decent keeper, um, to actually achieve this goal. Because if he didn't drop them, you know, we saw Laporte got big returns, Wood got big returns, um, and Bobby would have actually beaten him to last. So, like. What do you think about that, Hedo? You know, are you going to try and pick up at least two of those players I could see from, you know, at first glance? What, what's your strategy just to have Ronaldo? Well, I feel like Ronaldo's going to come in as a forward. Uh, so the wood drop was kind of going to happen anyway uh, if I won. And it was the risk I was willing to take in case I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. I still think there's a few other options out there. And the same with the likes of Laporte and the keeper. I feel like... Yes, city keeper, but with pep rotation, you never know. And I just felt city comfortable defender. with. I felt yeah, I felt comfortable with my base. Like I've got Robbo, Shaw, and Mings as my main defenders. Yeah. And I feel quite comfortable with those as a three. So it's not ideal, but you have to take some kind of risk when you're going for this. And that's what I I took to, to bring them in. <laughs> the things you do for Ronnie, oh eh? My yeah. God, so good. I, I, never, I never thought I'd be doing this for a Man United player, but here it's I am. Disgusting. That's what it is. It's disgusting. I think everyone should have waited till I got him because it feels like <laughs> yeah, a lot fairer. Yeah, that's much more fair. Um, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Well, Hito, why don't you just quickly tell us how many points uh, it took to to tank it? So I got twenty-two. Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. All right, that's so enough from him. Only points <laughs> came from Bamford. Everyone else got ones or twos. So I, all of my guys I brought on got ones. So four players and they all got one. So that's you well should played. probably you should probably tell Thank you should you. probably tell everyone their names just so you know if anyone has those players they know to drop them or not pick them up. Cruel, Gibson, Wahey, and Fabio Silva. (laughs) Okay. And that's that. All right. I think, uh, Milo, you had the next highest. Was that right? Yeah, I got 42. Oh, sorry, 46. Um, You know, it's still like a solid score. I pretty much made all of my points in defense. Um, I just got an assist with with Mares. Actually, sorry, I forgot about my boy Antonio. He was hiding behind my little pencil I've got propping up my phone here. Oh, my um, He got 11 points. Um, boy, doesn't he look good. Um, yeah, we'll get into that when we talk about yeah. West Ham. But, um, yeah, when when I saw his goal and his assists, I was swearing. Like, it's it's scary. But He's such a freak. But, um, look, yeah. I actually I, I want you to have this opportunity to talk about your team in last because – it's finally you've got top score of the week, and I want. What do you, you mean, finally, about, mate? <laughs> I want you to talk about how good your waiver was because talk to us, I big daddy. Props. It was a good waiver. It was a really good waiver, and <laughs> it kind of helped that like half the bottom of the league were trying to tank, I guess. And I'd kind of forgotten that. So anyway, I got sixty-two points this week. 
um, you know, solid haul. Um, cons- and it, I've had a lot of injuries on my bench too. So I've actually, I'm in second and I'm at no idea how I've stuck here. But anyway, um, so I got standard points in my team already from Tony and Sun, 10 points. Regulon got nine. He's been super consistent for me. Um, but then I brought in uh, Gray uh, at Everton and Fournells. Um, now, Fournells, we talked about last pod. I think. I think a few of us thought he might go first um, just because that West Ham attack is looking so prolific and he yeah. seems to be getting the starts. And I get, and I was so surprised in second place when I got him and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, Great. I think he struck gold there. Yeah, I was pretty happy with that. And then, of course, immediate returns from him. So, yeah, can't complain about that. And then, yeah, with Gay, uh, Gray, sorry, um, Gay. Gay. Um, no, yeah, with, with Gray, I basically picked him up later. Like, no one grabbed him, and I talked him up last week, and I was kind of looking. I had, I still had um, Emile Smith-Rowe, and I'm, like, looking at that city fixture. I'm like, what am I doing with that turd? And, um, yeah, so I just thought I'd take a risk on Gray, and, yeah, he's, he's got a goal, a nice finish. So, yeah, pretty happy, really happy. Mate, I'm surprised it took you that long. Oh, sorry, it took a city fixture to realise that you didn't need Smith Rowe. Come on. Yeah, yeah, look, you know, I don't know. I just, I didn't know. They spent a lot of money. <laughs> Whatever. I drafted him. But, you know, I can't complain. I'm still, I'm sitting, I'm sitting pretty near the top of the table. I'm only, only 10 points off you now, Milo. So, but we will say quickly, the gap between first and last right now is you're going to need Ronaldo to bridge that gap. Let's just put it that way. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord oh, I do. Fucking hell. Like, that's, you already have an 85-point gap from first after three game weeks. Mate, that's that's three games for running. That's only three games. Oh, that's all he needs. Huge <laughs> chat from Hino. All right, why don't we sink our teeth into the, uh, the bulk of this pot? Oh, no. Mate, I nearly forgot Snapchat again. Oh, man, I was about Come to go on. off at you. Come on, okay, please. now, snack chat, for those who don't know, is when we rate and berate snacks that we normally, one of us would bring to the pod. We can't do that because we're doing it over Zoom at the moment, so we're all just bringing ourselves a little snackage, um, nothing too serious, just what we have in the fridge. Hito, why don't you tell us what you've got? <laughs> I've got some Monteith's crushed apple cider this week. Oh, that's a textbook and drink. I wasn't very planned in my lockdown life so i ch- had to chuck some ice in a glass with it because it wasn't refrigerated <laughs> nice oh, they're always better on ice though monteith's oh. are amazing yeah i'm not an i'm not an ice with cider man myself yeah he doesn't like it to be watered down i know i want a strong it's know. almost the tank engine. oh yeah we're All right. tanked <laughs> milo what do you got well look i reckon you could answer my question for me what were we drinking on the golf course at 7 a.m. the other day? Oh, Pure blondes? Heinies. Super dries. Heinies, baby. Heinies. Yeah. Oh, my I'm Lord. I'm on the Heinies. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, look, I'm and we not- did say they are a great breakfast beer, but, Miles, what do you think of them as a uh, pre-dinner beverage? Oh, yeah. Oh, Heinies are always good for me. They just go down so sweet. They're like, I think they're a bit of like the creme of the standard beer. You know, oh, man, I, I got agree with that. To my flashbacks to my early drinking days, the tiny. 
Yeah, me too. Like me too. And I I went off Heineken's and now I'm well back on them after Miles has been bringing them for me for breakfast. Um, <laughs> it's the beer of football though, so. Yeah, true. The Giants. Hey, yeah, I forgot about that. Hey, All that's right. a natural thing for me. What yeah, did you I get? Guess, oh, I guess so. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm snacking on some Nutri-Grain, boys. Clutch. Cereal. <laughs> So you're basically having breakfast right now, right? You got the brekkie beer, you got the brekkie. I'm really hoping you used milk and not um beer. Yeah, I had, some, I had some milk. Yeah, All right, boys. I've had something I've had a couple of weeks here. It's just I'm running with what's in the fridge. I've got the Bolter XPA, which I love, which could be very shaken up here. I'm a little bit worried. I can see the pressure. And I'll just go, fuck COVID. <sighs> oh. I have to say that that Delicious. seems like your little your tagline. I've got fans messaging me like shout out to Banter. He's just like, hey, I just cracked a beer. I'm just doing Whitey's catchphrase. Fuck you, COVID. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate that, man. Um, I think we can all share in that hate <laughs> yep. and the love of beer. And what exactly. are you snacking on over there? I just got some literally just plain mission tortilla strips. Okay. They're just oh, salty they're the, goodness. They're the good shit, though. Oh, and that yeah, crunch. Oh, yeah. the crunch. That crunch okay. goodness. That's enough time on snacks. I think we should start talking about these games. So just quickly before we get into this one, uh, for this pod, we're just going to cover the first half of next game week's fixtures, and we're going to do an episode next week, which um, follows the back end of that um, because obviously there's an international break. So plenty of time, plenty of time to talk about this stuff. Um, first fixture we're going to talk about, Crystal yeah. Palace versus Tottenham. Uh, now, Palace drew 2 all with West Ham, which I never would have thought would happen. And, yeah, uh, yeah Spurs beat Watford 1-0. So, um, Milo, you love a bit of Crystal Palace action. Why don't you start telling us about that? Yeah, I have to say, I, I thought that it was going to be really bad for them in the first half, but they, they really showed up in the second. And, boy, did Conor Gallagher really impress me. Oh, he had man. such a great game. He's he's on loan, right? He's not sold. Yeah, loan. He, he's oh. Chelsea boy. Chelsea oh. boy. Sorry, um, yeah, I should have said. I'm I'm here going. I watched his two goals and I was like, fuck, we didn't just sell him, did did we? No, nah, mate. He's not even though it's loan, he's not coming back ever. He's he's just gonna live in loan loan land forever. No, or he'll get he'll be loaned again and then he'll get sold to that club and then he'll be amazing and we'll buy him back for Probably by that stage, $150 billion. <laughs> You'll have to, yeah, sell part of your club. The rate of inflation is so crazy. Yeah, the other club will have a stake ownership in Chelsea because of how expensive it was. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the best thing about this uh, Gallagher thing is um, uh, I've actually, you know my brother Dylan, yeah? Yeah. yeah so he, uh, he moved overseas and I said, oh, why don't you start playing fantasy, you know, just in budget in one of these like uh, little leagues that I've created with some friends and family and stuff. And, um, you know, just to keep in contact and, you know, he's never been into football before and he is loving it now. He's like pretty obsessed. He calls me about his team during the week and on the weekends, he's like watching games and he's just like texting me, calling me, like saying how crazy games are. And he just says, I want Gallagher. That guy has been the best performance I've seen, you know, this whole time. So, you know, shout out to D. Awesome that he's playing fantasy and stuff. But I respect I, that. I yeah. respect you that just, for you sure. Just gotta, you just got to transition him over draft next season, mate. You'd... Yeah, you want you you need someone to beat because like you're always in last or what? Oh Jesus! 
That's all a right. harsh. Oh, that, harsh that one hurt. Man. That one hurt. Look, we all know he's got his Thomas the Tank Engine hat on this week. (laughs) But, yeah, that's one of the things that brings up a good point that, like, and I think we were talking about it during preseason, that, you know, watching the, the, at least watching the highlights of some of these games, you can see the players that are just doing a lot of stuff outside and just not maybe getting on the score sheet or looking really good and who might, may, you know, break out in the next couple of weeks. And he was, Mm. Conor Gallagher was looking very nice um, already this season. So I don't. I just it just speaks a lot to like maybe watching at least the highlights each week if you don't do that. Yeah, hundred percent, boys. I just love that second goal. How Antonio esque was that? Oh, I agree. The turn. I, yeah. I was like, I was like, did Antonio just change teams? Like, mm. what's going on here? And put on dude, a wig and like, change his skin color. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Was, yeah, and it's not cool for him to be doing whiteface. Um, <laughs> no. no, so, but seriously, that was such a great finish. Uh, yeah, he worked the space beautifully. Yeah, full credit to him. And yeah. I can imagine seeing him going pretty soon in some some uh, leagues. Yeah, yeah if, he, if he hadn't been jumped on yet, I think there'd be some people pulling the trigger after a double haul. For yeah. sure. I borderline wish I had a rotating mid to kind of jump on this form personally. Um, mm. maybe not for this fixture in particular, but I, I think, you know, there's going to be games that he shows up. So I'm a little bit disappointed. Maybe I'll just get rid of Sterling, which is what Whitey should have done, you know, halfway through last season. I'll just pull the trigger. I'm looking forward we'll to, to that later. About that. Yeah, we'll get back to that later. And sorry, just before we finish on Palace, I just want to say Zaha in the second half, he, he, he kind of was a little bit, besides from Gallagher's performance, um, he was kind of man of the match for me. He kind of, you know, really uh, drew the game and made, made Palace uh, stay in it. So, yeah, I think Zaha owners should be a little bit, um, pro- it sh- it's a bit promising for him. Okay, nice. And um, just what as we move on, can you get up their fixtures for us and um, give us a quick shout out to what what's coming yeah, sure. up for Palace? Um, I've actually got yeah. them just here if you want me to jump in. Boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. So obviously spurs then they've got liverpool then brighton then leicester then arsenal newcastle city so a few oh. easy ones sprinkled in there but there's also a couple of hard ones so yeah they're yeah. gonna have a pretty tough start to this season no doubt they'll um, be licking their chops over that uh, arsenal fixture though i bet oh who isn't who isn't <laughs> um okay tottenham now tottenham won one nil against watford um yeah, so Harry Kane back in the starting lineup, which is uh, yeah, which would be good to see for the people that own Harry Kane. The people that don't are probably a bit devo. Looks They're saying, happy. couldn't you be in quarantine at least another three months? Um, but yeah, yeah, he he started and he, and he looked exactly how you'd expect. Um, you know, he was in all the right areas, but just didn't quite finish um, some opportunities. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Bergwijn. The really interesting thing to come from that is that Bergwijn kept his spot in the starting lineup. And I think we were talking about who, you know, who was going to get uh, booted f- from the team uh, because of Kane. And yeah, it looks like Lucas Mora has gone to the bench at this point, and and Bergwijn is staying in. Yeah, as soon no, as no. I saw, oh sorry, mate. As soon as I saw Hank Kane was staying, I'm like, Mora, I'm dropping him. I just didn't. Really, yeah. you, you thought Mora over? Um, Bergwijn was going, sorry. 
Well, yeah, I just I just didn't have confidence in them. If if Harry was staying, we just know how much goes through Harry and Son. I was like, it's I don't think we're going to see too much shift mm. from whoever that third person is. So for me, it dropped the value so much. That's a yeah. good point, actually, because yeah, Bergwijn and Lucas Moura have looked great with you know no Harry Kane and just Son there, and so they've had to take yeah. on more responsibility. So yeah, you're not wrong there. Um, yeah, other highlights for me in this game was uh, that amazing block from uh, Dyer. Like, I don't even know if that was intentional. If it was just big fat head got in the way, but um, yeah, that was pretty impressive. Uh, and then uh, yeah, Sonny, my boy, scoring yeah. a free kick there. Um, not really sure that was deliberate, but I think full credit to him because regardless of that, it's a good ball. Like it's a good the, ball in, yeah. The yeah. reason it went in is because the keeper thought that someone was going to get on the end of it and clearly didn't. Yeah, didn't react to it. Just it coming towards the goal. So they're liking yeah. their one nils at the moment, Tottenham, aren't they? They're grinding them out. That's uh, yeah. old school Mourinho second half of the season tactics Ooh. right there. Just grind out the one nilers, you know. That's yeah. the titles, boys. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I will just say, just with um, that Bergwijn comment, I'm really interested to see if. If Tottenham do sign uh, Adama Traore and he's just employed Jorge Mendes to be his his agent to, to get this deal done because apparently Nuno wants him there, if that does happen, I'll be really interested to see if Bergwijn loses a spot to Traore because I think Traore in a team with Kane, Son, I think he can start finishing a bit better than he does. Well, I mean, if anything, he's going to draw a lot of... Um attention to himself you know like fuck me um you know we'll get to him at some point yeah. I'm, i think i'm not sure it's this game week but um that for this pod but holy shit man yeah we'll talk about him next pod but um that's just one to to think about for Bergwijn owners i think i just don't get it though because nuno wasn't playing him at wolves so what like why does he want him now all of a sudden and then is it just to keep him on the bench again and like why is Traore so keen Mate, to some a manager we, that's going to bench him we said it last week he needs that bodyguard in the dugout with him <laughs> so obviously about the crime in london he doesn't feel Mate, safe you got to watch out it's more arsenal you got to watch out throwing <laughs> bottles yeah <laughs> yeah all right. Um, I think that covers it here, boys. So, I mean, Tottenham still have some question marks there. And, yeah, I think, um, you know, after transfer deadline day, when we do our next pod next week, um, you know, we might have more to say on that with Trey Ore. Um, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go first this week. I'm going to predict this one. Do it, mate. Do it. Yeah. 1-0 <laughs> to Tottenham. <laughs> Why not? I mean, they've had a pretty solid start to this season, and I reckon we'll see Sonny on the score sheet. Yeah, okay. it could ha- it could happen. Yeah, look, and I mean, that's it's a good fixture for Tottenham. I'm not sure where they go after this. I, I don't have that. I don't know if you've got that, Hito. Um, yeah, their fixture schedule. Yeah, Palace, Chelsea, Arsenal, Villa, Newcastle. So a little bit mixed, but pretty good in general. Yeah, so, not too bad. Yeah, I think it's not a bad time to own Tottenham players. Mm. Okay. Now, it's now saying, boys, can oh. I start this next one with, with a little little song? Oh, yeah. We lose every week. We lose every week. You're nothing, You're nothing special. We lose every week. <laughs> uh, that was amazing. Uh, I don't even have anything to say. I'm just smiling here. <laughs> 
And uh, if you're wondering, if you're wondering, yeah. What's Harley happening did. there? Well, you I know, it's, it's pretty funny because, like, I was watching the post-match interview with Arteta and he's like, I'm really happy with the support from the fans. And, like, he kept talking about it. He's like, you know, even through the hardship, it's, like, good support. And, like, mate, did you hear what they were actually chanting? Mate, a third of them left <laughs> throughout the game. I don't know what he's smoking, but I need oh, some. Oh, man, yeah. So Arsenal got demolished 5-0 by City. And then they're versing Norwich next, who lost 2-1. Leicester. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's actually the run of a pretty good run of fixtures for Arsenal. So uh, if there was any sort of fixture for them to start fixing the problems, it's now. Um, but obviously, they're going to be pretty demoralised, and uh, they lost to um, they lost Xhaka this week uh, with that dangerous challenge. Got that straight red, so he's mm-hmm. going to be out for three weeks through. A lot of those good fixtures. I mean, is he's he's their captain, right? Uh, I think Alba Alba is their captain now. Uh, oh, okay. But he was their captain, and then okay. yeah, but, you know that's someone a kind of key player in their midfield um, that they've lost for what is hopefully the best run of fixtures for them. So yeah, like this very shit for Arsenal fans um, and for people who own Arsenal assets. Um, as you know, I got rid of mine, but yeah. Anything of note there, Miles, Odegaard, um, you know, anything? Look, I didn't see any promises. Um, I, I agree that if there's any time for Arsenal to get going in their season, it's um, it's starting now with this fixture and for the next few fixtures they have but if they don't i reckon that they're in a relegation scrap i think mentally that no no i'm no i'm dead serious i think mentally um the players just aren't really there and it's just it's not the old arsenal they're not a top four team they're not a top six team anymore and they've got to really ask themselves some questions you know i heard that william was trying to pay arsenal to leave the club like when you've got a player that is that desperate to leave the club like you've got some serious problems no well i don't know there's been mixed uh, reports about that I'd, I'd heard something different in that he acknowledged that it hadn't worked out basically at arsenal because he's you know he did not have a good season there and clearly wanted to move to corinthians i think it was corinthians yeah and yeah. uh yeah basically said you know i'll I won't, um, you know, we don't, we can rip up the contract kind of thing, you know, no need to pay. That's nice of him. So, look, he probably learnt those manners at Chelsea um, (laughs) because we're such a lovely bunch of lads over there. But, uh, yeah, that was, I think what I'd heard was that was that, you know, that's what he did. He did a noble act. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see what happens, boys. In this run of fixtures, if they lose a couple, they might lose their manager and then who knows what they can do, turn it around. But yeah, yeah, for SP- FPL, it's not looking good. For SPF, yeah. SPF 50. SPF 50, put on the 50, and, the burn, the burn's hurt. And just to segue over to, to Norwich and still talking about Arsenal in a way, I think that they should be slightly worried about Norwich because Norwich, for me, look like they played their best game that they have done so far this season. And maybe they're kind of just brewing into it, you know, losing um, Wendia, wasn't it? Uh, their yeah. their yeah. best player last season. Um, 
you know, maybe they're kind of working out how to be a bit more creative because, you know, they had 14 shots against Leicester, which is the most amount of shots that they've had all season. And they looked like they were getting in some better positions for me. Um, and to, to verse a, you know, a, a low esteemed Arsenal could be just the, just what they need for their first win. So I'm actually um, anticipating quite a quite an interesting game because both teams will be trying to win it, being uh, bottom of the table. Uh, yeah. Look, I don't know. I don't know here, mate. I think that Norwich is a relegation team, and I know you like to say Arsenal is too, but like Norwich are getting relegated this year. Yeah, maybe with Arsenal. You never know. You never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> well, I mean, Pookie was the one uh, scoring from the penalty spot in this game. Um, yeah, just I, I don't have much to say other than that. Like, I, I know you like their chances, but I, I'm not jumping on any of their assets. They'd have to be m- very consistent for me to be going yeah. on. Oh, I'm picking up. I record. agree. I'm not, I'm not jumping on their assets. I'm just, you know, if, if you're in a very deep league and Pookie's available, I think he's a chance just because um, Arsenal don't seem like they're very defensively at just defensive at the moment. I mean, they let Gundogan score from a header. I mean, the guy's five foot two. Like, how do you let that happen? Gundogan isn't that short, is he? No, he's not. I'm being a bit exaggerated. Hey, Siri, like, how, high, how high? Hey, oh, fuck, I fucked it up. <laughs> how high is he? How high am I right how now? How much weight is he smoked? Hey, Siri, how tall is Gundawan? She'll never know what I'm talking about. Siri, listen to you. She turned one, on. One sec, it's happening. Oh, she's really Oh, struggling. I've got it, boys. I've got it. Wikipedia. It's 5'11". Yeah, that's pretty tall. He's nearly fucking six foot. That's pretty tall. Oh, Miles. All right, let's just wrap this up. I want up, I want a prediction here, and I'm going to give it to Miles because I really want to give him shit when I, I we come back to this next week. I think it's going to be a draw, and I think they're going to be goals. Um, I'm going to say 2-2. Two, two. Wow, okay. I was going to say 3-0 Arsenal, just for reference. Peter, we weren't they, asking. They batted, they, batted, <laughs> they, batted, <laughs> they batted West Brom in the week. They might get some confidence from shit teams. Well, Peter, I have a question. Are you tanking this week? Oh, mate, no way. Are you picking up any Arsenal players? No. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Brentford versus Brighton. Yeah. Uh, Tony, now, Tony with a goal finally. Look, yeah. So Brentford drew one all with Villa, which is a great result for them. Uh, and Brighton uh, losing 2 0 to Everton. Now, yeah, as Hita was saying, Tony, my boy. Top bin. Yeah. That was a nice finish. Um, and as a Tony owner, he needed to do that soon. Hey, Man. Tony. Hey, Tony. Um, yeah, like it was, it felt good to see that go in and to see him finish that way, um, gave me a bit of confidence in the pickup. Yeah. It was um, good. yeah. Cause I drafted him. So yeah, I'm really hoping that, uh, yeah, that he benefits from that attacking setup at Brentford for this season. Um, and a pretty good result against Aston Villa to draw one all, um, basically, uh, Raya kept him in it, kept him in it. Yeah. Off that Ings. Off Ings's shot there. 
Yeah. He, he had four saves this game. With, uh... he, he looks really good to me. and I mean, I remember doing all the research on all the promotion teams and I remember hearing that Brentford was pretty loose, you know, defensively, but scored a lot of goals, that most prolific attacking-wise. And uh, and obviously Leeds, uh, sorry, not Leeds, Watford had the best uh, defensive uh, record. Um, but I wasn't really expecting Raya to be such a good keeper. Like I hadn't even heard good things about him. I thought I'd actually heard pretty average things about Raya before the season. Mm. And now I'm watching, I'm like, fuck, is he in a purple patch? Like he looks like a great keeper. He does. Yeah, pulling out some top saves for sure. So whether they're going to keep enough clean sheets for him to really be beneficial is, you know, another question. But if they get a good run of fixtures, maybe might be a good player to uh, have on your bench. Yeah, it's tough. We've got two good weeks, Brighton Wolves and then Liverpool, West Ham, Chelsea, Leicester. So we'll see. Yeah, Yeah, we spoke about those fixtures changing pretty soon. And, um, yeah, I'll have to say that, you know, just for attacking credentials with with Brentford, I think it's going to be pretty shared, you know, through, you know, Tony and, you know, a couple of their wingers and stuff. So if you've got a spot for the fifth mid or, you know, if you've got Tony, I I think they're, they're pretty just hold on to him. Yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. For sure. Um, okay, let's talk about Brighton. Uh, I mean, it won't take long here, but they didn't have much of a chance in this one, did they? No, it didn't live up to the standards of the hype we've been giving them. Maybe that's what we, we, we cursed them. We completely after. jinxed them. <laughs> we jinxed them, boys. So, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that was... But they, are, they are playing against Everton, who um, I think are you know, creating quite a bit of form, especially that they had from the start of last season. Um and, you know, they've got some pretty good fixtures coming up. You know, this week, Brentford, Leicester's not great, but then Palace, Arsenal, Norwich straight after that. Mm. So I think um, they can definitely get some, some, some wins, which will be good for their fantasy assets. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I wouldn't back off them just from this loss. Um, it would have been good to see them get a result here. But, uh, yeah, look... It is what it is. And, uh, yeah, I, I just don't know what assets are theirs that are really, like, exciting. Um, is it more pay? Is, is that is that what we're thinking here? Like, is it gross? Yeah, I'd say attacking-wise, there's not heaps that you can jump on that aren't probably already taken, like your more pay. And, yeah, Pascal Gross has been looked really great. Got that form from a couple of seasons ago. Um, but I'd say defensively uh, that they, they do look pretty sound. I know this game is a bit of a write-off, but I do back them defensively, you know, with, with Duffy, he started off really well and their keeper Sanchez and, you know, you can't go past a bit of dunk, you know, funky dunk. Oh, you know, I know he's amazing. He's amazing. And they, they were short Solly March uh, for this game as well. So yeah. yeah, I don't know how long Solly's out for, but uh Yeah. It could affect their back line. Um, okay, let's get a prediction here. Hate. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 to Brighton. Yeah, I like it. I'll just, I just wanted to go really silent. Just like Dead silent. 2-1 to Brighton. Yeah, fair enough. Does Tony get Brentford's goal? Uh, nah. You prick. Just, just to fuck with you. Okay, nice. <laughs> okay. Leicester versus Manchester City. Yeah, big fixture for the week. This is a big test for Leicester. 
I think like, so. They haven't had a cracking start to the season. I mean, mm. they've been okay, but just don't quite see it to be themselves. I mean, as we said, they won 2-1 against Norwich. Uh, and, yeah, one, uh, sorry, and uh, City won 5-0 against Arsenal. Absolute bollocking. Yeah. Well, it was a yes. nice finish from Vardy, boys. Nice pass really? in from Pereira. Yeah, Pereira almost replicated a, an assist he did from last week. Um, the first, the first week, yeah. Oh, it was the first week. Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, so I mean, he's looking like he's very much getting down those uh, those um, down the wings, and uh, yeah, connecting with Vardy, who has no problem finishing those. No, yeah, none at all. I, Two weeks ago, he was so open. Yeah, literally it, unmarked. It was easy. I know, it but he's a finisher. Point. He's a finisher. Yeah, but just just to um, back up your point from from how you started, Whitey, I think Leicester assets they haven't looked as good as they should, especially against a team like Norwich. But they're kind mm. of just like ones to watch. Um, we know that they've got that predatory, you know, clinical um, kind of aspect to their game. So, but what I want to ask is, do you guys think that they just look better as four four two? Because you know, when they had Iniacho playing the tail end of last season, I just think that they look better. You know, Vardy playing a deeper role, something what Kane does quite quite recently. Um, what do you yeah. guys think? I don't actually know, to be honest, enough about how they've been playing in terms of their formation. Like, what was their form like at the end of last season? Because they... They were ahead and then they kind of fell away at the yeah, end of but, the season. But just for like goal scoring oh, ways, yeah. I, I think that they just look so much better, especially with Kalichi and the team. And I'm mm. so surprised that Rodgers hasn't given him more time at the start of the season. Maybe that's going to come later, but, you know, and he's giving Barnes and Madison, you know, those chances after being injured the, t- the tail end. But, I mean, I just think you've got to give him time. I think he's earned it for sure. But, yeah, Rogers is, uh, loves his boy Harvey, so we'll have, to see. we'll have to see. He keeps pulling him off about 70 or 60 minutes. So Yeah, well, he's managing his minutes a bit, um, you know, making sure he's not going to re-injure. But, yeah, uh, I think, yeah, I think we can move on to City here, boys. Um, <clears throat> now, Jesus is looking good. Torres, I mean, I don't yeah. think they need a striker. Doesn't look like it, man. Miley G called it last week saying Jesus looks good on the wing and he carried that on. Beautiful, you know, great crosses in, um, good finish. And Torres is looking good up front. Yeah. Like, you know, I think um, he's potentially going to be a massive asset this season. Um, yeah. It's hard to kind of deny it. He's rated as a mid, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's a, hard, it's a hard one with... Uh, there's still so much potential. Like Sterling didn't start on the left. Maris didn't start on the right. It's, it's still. I know. And KDB's not in the squad. Foden hasn't come back yet. So there's still a lot to, um, lot to see. Uh, yeah. But I mean, for now, Jesus and, um, and Torres are connecting really well mm. um, up the front there. Yeah. Any, any other highlights for you boys? It was uh, something stood out. Well, obviously their defense, you know, is just looks really good. But 
you know, Arsenal didn't really test them in that. Um, but it's just that City hold the ball so much and against any team, not even Arsenal. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, defensively, you do you do risk playing Pep Roulette, but if they don't play, they're not likely to come on because you can see that Pep actually just keeps on going for goals even when they've won the game because he's obviously worried about that goal difference. So he's usually going to bring on, you know, their you know, attackers rather than defenders. So you can always just try and, try and play for auto sub with, with Pep's defense. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's, yeah, we've talked about that before. It's a good strategy. Yeah. Oh boys. Did you see the chance uh, Edison nearly fucked up when he oh. passed across goal? He was sitting yeah. on the line. and That was uh, atrocious. The one rule you learn in football lads, don't pass across goal. <laughs> Or kick it into your own goal. I yeah. thought it was kick it in yeah. your own goal. Smith Ronnie nicked a, a a consolation there. Yeah, look, mm. and yeah, that that would have been heartbreaking because I just dropped him. But yeah, um, I, think in, I think in the first half he made more touches and passes than like Smith Rowe. and then in the second half he didn't touch the ball for about twenty four minutes. The commentators said, "Oh my god, that's crazy!" <laughs> he literally didn't touch it. It was crazy. But yeah, City are just City man for for FPL. This is just a, a tonking and Grealish yeah. looks though Grealish. I know we know Grealish is good, but geez, like he ripped Arsenal's defense for that assist. Yeah, uh, he's definitely playing himself into that team, and uh, he's going to be tough for Sterling to take back that spot from him. Yeah, yeah. Was well, that a? Ripped... Oh, you got Malaji. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to make a comment. You know, he ripped it in two ways. Like he ripped it apart, and he RIP'd. Arsenal yeah. defense. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Chambers, you're gone. Hundred <laughs> percent. And I actually was. I brought up last week that in the other games he was playing in that second line in the midfield three, whereas this game he played in the as the furthest forward left side player, and we saw that kind of difference in the influence, obviously against mm. a shit defense, but and also in a position that he that's where he plays, mm. you know. So. Very nice. And that hit from Rodri, oh, my God. Yeah, that was the pick of the bunch. It just curled. Oh, my God. I frothed yeah. on that one. Yeah. yeah. Don't get I too excited, as... though. No. He doesn't score many. Oh, no, I'm not going to pick him up fantasy-wise. Yeah. I just had to shout out his goal. I yeah. can't believe we're not hearing any of Hito's auto-tuned voice right now. <laughs> what? Nah, just because he passed it into the back of the net? Yeah, I mean, come on. Hey, my standards aren't as low as my scores in fantasy, all right? <laughs> Shreds himself. Um, I like that. Well, I, just before we move on here, um, mm. Sterling missed a couple of good opportunities in this game, mm. Miles, and he's not starting. Um, yeah. You did joke about dropping him, but are you serious? No, I'm not serious. Like, as I said last couple of weeks, I know that, you know, he hasn't been starting Mares and Sterling, but... When you draft players like this, um, you pretty much have to play them and just hope for the best. And if not, um, I don't mind actually trading him, even if I get a little bit unders for what he's potentially worth. Um, I'm kind of looking at a trade at the moment to do a package deal with one of my keepers because i got Edison and Allison for, and one of my city uh, midfielders, Mares or Sterling. So... I'm actually trying to scope out who I want to kind of get and try and work out some sort of trade for those two players because they're a little bit surplus for me, for, for me, if you will. 
So that's kind of what I'm thinking with a little bit of strategy uh, with, with that going forward. Mm. Yeah, I like could boost your squad a bit. Mm. Yeah, nice. Okay, well, let's get a prediction for the, uh, the City Leicester game. Oh, is it uh, me? I think it's, it's back you, to me. Yeah. It is back yeah, to me. Oh, oh, man, I didn't want to predict, predict this one. I think Leicester look a little bit meh. I don't think they're going to keep a clean sheet. Um, three, one. Are you reckon yeah. uh, they're going to score? I reckon Fadi's capable of anything, mate. Yeah, For sure. And I will say Leicester uh, have been City's bogey team, especially in the last three seasons. They have. They, got they some have good actually last year. Yeah, and the year before. So, I mean, I won't be surprised. Uh, it's Leicester at home, um, mm. but but yeah, I I think any results possible. Yeah, well, for sure. It, as always, any result is possible. Uh, thanks for that insight, <laughs> Miles. Um, <laughs> um, you get all the good stuff here at Draft Boys, don't you? Yeah, no, that was a good one. I couldn't let that one slide. Um, so, Manchester United versus Newcastle. Um, bit of fun, I think, to talk about United here. Um, now, yeah, look, United won 1-0 against Wolves. Um, so... Not a they left not it a, late, didn't they? Not a convincing win. Um, yeah, not a convincing win. But uh, yeah, Newcastle obviously drew two all with Southampton in quite an interesting game, which we'll get to in a second. But um, Miles, what do you think about this United performance? <laughs> yeah, as I said before, I, I, they left it late. Um, but I think that Wolves just looked really good. I, I felt like Wolves dominated most of the game. I think the better team possibly lost. Um, I think you guys might agree with me on that one. No, I 100% was thinking Wolves looked amazing. And I think they've actually looked really good going forward for a fair bit of this season. They haven't quite grinded out the results yet, but mm. it just seemed to be a couple of their players that are on the brink. Um, so it'll be interesting yeah. to talk about that next pod, obviously. But, yeah, just United didn't look that convincing. They didn't. And um, I have to say the best player on the pitch for United has got to be Mason Greenwood, um, as always throughout what we've said this season. He's he's really filled that that role. He's taken it on by the, you know, the chin of the neck. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, I've never heard the saying chin of the neck. But... Um, yeah, but, what was I trying to say? <laughs> by the skin of his teeth, maybe? By the, the chin of the neck. I love it. Oh, the scruff of the neck. The chin <laughs> the of the neck. Oh, Miles, yeah. I couldn't let that one go. No, no he's, because... he's clean shaven, so he doesn't have any... Uh, yeah, grandmother, uh, chin of the neck. <laughs> yeah. If you, if, you know, our long-term listeners know I come out with the doozies, but if you yeah. use my advice, you win leagues, so don't give up on me yet. Hey, I mean, I'm not saying that we can't coin that phrase. I mean, I just wanted to point it out. Um, Maybe I'll get my own little catchphrase. Okay, I think I think I need to take this one by the chin of the neck and um, just say that, yeah, Greenwood's finish was amazing. He just looks so good. I think he's set to play a pretty much a super sub role for most of the season. Um, what, now that Ronnie's in? Well, now that Ronnie's in, do we want to get into that or do we want to talk a little bit more game before we get into that? Let's get into it. I don't think we need to talk about too you much more. Oh, the De Gea double save? That was a, that was frothy. Yeah. Yeah. Rolling back the years there with that one. 
Yeah. yeah. He's he, just, he, he, wants to, he wants to play with Ronnie. So he's like, I've got to up my performances. I've got to be in the starting 11. So does everyone. Can't have good old third sub third sub keeper Tom Heaton coming on and playing instead. Oh my god, Tom Heaton. <laughs> um yeah, well, what did you think about the Pogba foul as well? Or well, was it a foul? Bit of controversy. I, I, I think it's I don't think it's a foul, mate. He was on his feet, Neves, and then he just dropped down like after like a couple of steps. Like I thought it was it was yeah. soft as. He scraped him a little bit, but oh, he did fly in. Like, yeah, it's hard when you see the studs scraping. It's yeah, it goes one way or the other. Like, I think there was a challenge. I think the Xhaka challenge. I mean, was a variation on that. Like, yeah, he still got a bit of ball, but he flew in dangerously. Oh like, yeah, he flew him bro. two feet off the ground. Xhaka <laughs> flew in from set. the other side of the screen and went straight across. Like, Pogs just put his. Nah, I'm I'm on Pogs' side. All right, all right, all right. It's that new haircut. It's got you yeah. falling in love. Okay, so rolling back the years. Just, though. just before yeah. we, yeah, just before we uh, talk about Ronaldo. Um, so, following today's win, Manchester United are now unbeaten in their last twenty-eight Premier League away matches, which is a new record for the longest unbeaten away run in English football league history. Wow, decent. I, Probably. You would never know it, eh? Like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like they're flying under the radar a lot. Yeah. Like, even the fact that they came second last year, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, United came second. Yeah. Like, they just, I don't know. For some reason, they just still seem a bit shit, um, which I guess well, leads me to the next point. Well, also, they got 10 draws and 18 wins, so maybe the 10 draws is... The bit shit opinion, then maybe that's helping that. Well, I feel like the name that we've been skirting around here won't really let that happen in the dressing room. Um, Big Ronald. Yeah, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Fuck. Are you I, talking I, about Rondon? Rondon's <laughs> coming back. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, Rondon's got a United. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, Ronaldo, wow. I mean, when they were talking about him going to City, I was like, that's never happening. And I just thought that the rumours were just bullshit, that he was just going to stay at Juventus. Me too, yeah. Because I heard that City rumour. I'm like, that's bullshit. He's not going to go there. And then all of a sudden it's like, he's at United. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's huge, man. It's huge. It's like they were already up there in terms of looking like a good team to beat this this year. And this is just taking them to the stratosphere. Like if they don't win something this year, you don't know. What will it take? I don't know. And I feel like uh, uh, Ole probably won't be managing the team anymore. Ronaldo will be taking care of that. Um, so Maybe that's the plan. Play a coach and then he'll just become manager. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Slip right in. Can you imagine him as the manager? Oh, talk about a task. Oh, can you imagine the suits he'd wear on the sideline? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. That would be fresh. He would never have <laughs> one say- of those little manager guts, eh? He would just <laughs> no. be like full shred. The the funniest thing, like just personally um, about the whole Ronaldo transfer, my mate Michael T-Bone to Salas, so i got to give him a shout out. He called me at 6.15 in the morning when it was actually confirmed. He's a massive United fan, like loves Ronnie. He's like, sorry, I'm calling so early. I just had to. I had to. Ronnie's back. I'm bringing him in budget. I'm capping him every week. You're <laughs> fucked. I love him. Oh, my God. And just hangs up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably mid-wank. Mid That's why. 
<laughs> gotta go. Got another chub. Gotta leave. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, I respect that. I respect that. The excitement was real. I mean, it's exciting. It's a huge thing for fantasy. And as we were saying before, we have not seen someone this massive come into the Premier League after oh, like you after couldn't. draft. The only thing that would oh, top yeah. it is fucking Messi. Like he's the goat. Like he's one of the goats. You can't. I know. I just even at thirty six. And the thing is, as well, like no, there was no rumor. There was no rumor when we drafted that you that no. Ronaldo might even be coming in. You yeah. know, you could have started that tanking strategy early, but you know, we none of us knew that. So yeah, it's, it's just one way turnaround. You know, know, you know it's, what it is? It's it's just Fergie time, isn't it? It's the epitome of what Fergie time means. United coming in, scoring that late goal, yeah. winning the fucking league. Like it's yeah. just, it, it has the potential to be that day. Eh? Well, Fergie was there. Did you see him in the stands at the United game? Yeah, yeah, and they were like, "He's well and truly not finished. He played a pivotal part in the signing of Ronaldo." I'm like, "Mate, <laughs> Ronaldo goes wherever the fuck Ronaldo wants." <laughs> like, if he wanted to leave Juventus, like, he was like, "Okay, I want to go to United," and then United like, "Okay, yeah, we'll pay that." Yeah. Um. For so from just like from a fantasy perspective, does he come in as a forward? Um. In the you know, in the system, um, or is he going to be a midfielder? I, think so. I, I genuinely think he'll be a forward. Um, Me too. And will he play up front is, I guess, my other thing. I 100% think he'll play up front. I think what's the point of bringing him in and wasting his energy running up and down the wing when you've got all those young kids that they do, like Sancho, Rashford to come back, Greenwood, you know, like like why bother? He's just, he's a finisher and he's going to get in those poaching positions. He's going to be hitting balls from outside the box. I, I, I think he plays up front. And um, you reckon he'll be on pens? Yeah. <sighs> Look, as a, Fernandez, as a Fernandez owner, I'm very, very worried about it. Um, Cause how can you not give it to him? You've got well, to give it to him. I know, I know. In the contract. It's probably in the contract. (laughs) Yeah, that's really worrying. That's going to affect... Maybe not free kicks. I don't know, because they might want him in the box. Well, Ronaldo hasn't taken as many free kicks of late, I don't think. Like, I think, you know, Bruno has been pretty solid in that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's going to be pretty... Sorry, for Fernandez owners, you know, yeah, he might probably be taking off pens. He still might have some free kicks. But it might actually increase his assists and also, you know, opening it up to, to get those tap-ins. Well, Ro- uh, yeah, Ronnie laying it off. Like, who knows? Yeah. Like, is, is is Bruno a corner taker? I think Shaw is one. Is Bruno the other corner taker? Uh, yeah. I was going to say he's got corner assists, you know, Ronnie in the, in the box. Yeah, he's a jumper, that boy. Yeah, he can jump. Man can jump. He's got so, so do you, would you say the front four is Ronaldo up front, like maybe Rashi on the left, Bruno? I think Rashi, Rashi and Greenwood are going to share it. Rashi and Greenwood will share, not Sancho? Sancho's on the San- right. Sancho's on the right though, yeah. You think, oh, really? Think okay. Rashi and Greenwood will be competing on the left. Oh, I think on, so, Rashi. yeah. Come on, Rashi. I think Rashi could... Stand to benefit a lot from having Ronaldo on this team. Yeah, I, I think, think everyone's thing, everyone will. Yeah, I think the good thing about Greenwood is he can play kind of anywhere. Like he's a That's perfect. True. He's like a Jota backup. Like he can play 
Yeah, he's good on both sides. Yeah, so, I mean, he's got a mean shot on him. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, that's exactly right. We'll um, have to see. It, I think he'll play whilst Rashi's out. So, um, okay, yeah, no, I do agree with that for sure. Uh, let's talk about Newcastle because, yeah, I mean, this is a battle of the relegation teams mm. here. Um, two all was the score. Yeah, um, game. Miles, one of your ex boys. Yeah, I've always got a love for my boy Wilson. Um, he's just so clutch. Like, he's such a poacher and he's such a finisher. You know, he's kind of like Vardy, I think. Not not Vardy levels because obviously he hasn't played in teams that will give him all the service, but he's just such a fantastic player. And I've got to give a shout-out to um, St. Maximum. I, I shouted him out a couple of weeks ago as a better option. And um, what about his celebration, boys? Dude, the capoeira. Love it. Yeah. That was hectic. And it was such a, what a hit from him. Yeah. Good finish. There was no fucking around there and he was psyched on that. So, yeah, I think um, people should be paying attention to him. That's for sure. Mm. Um, Will they be playing against Southampton's defense every week? Probably not. But um, still, that's a pretty lethal pairing up front. So, yeah, I agree. Definitely uh, in the conversation. Yeah. yeah, I think the only other thing to say is that we're not interested in Newcastle defensive assets this season. Um, doesn't seem to be a focus. So, yeah, I think uh, I think we could probably round it out for this podcast. I think that's our fifth game, and that'll do us for this one. Um, yeah. We'll get a we'll get a prediction from I think it's Mali. Oh. Mali G. All right. Um, I think uh, I. Is Ronnie playing? I, I, I've heard he might, but what about this two-week quarantine? Like, I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm going to just predict it as if Ronnie's playing and I'm going to say 4-1. Oh, God, Hito, you must have a semi right now. Oh, mate, give me your mate's number and I can call him up and we can jerk off together. Okay, and <laughs> I think on that note, we're going to leave before Hito gets too raunchy. Boys, another good week. Uh, yeah. Please... Make sure you hit us up on socials, uh, FPL Draft Boys. Uh, we're always there and we're always keen to address uh, people's team queries on the pod. So we've got time this week um, with the international break. So reach out to us if you've uh, got any questions and uh, we'll try and answer them in the pod. For sure. And I'll say from the socials, I got a really interesting hit up about maybe bringing back Kings and Peasants. It was uh, one of our listeners' favourite segments. Wow. And, um, I will say, long-time listener, so I'm I'm pretty impressed by that. And um, we're working on something uh, to, to bring back in, a little late-night game for y'all. So keep tuned and um, we'll come up with something. No worries. Okay, sounds good. All right, boys, see you next week. Ciao, ciao. See you later. Draft boys.